Hello and welcome. I'm Pastor Vince, and this is Applying the Word, a Bible teaching podcast to encourage you in your walk with the Lord. This is episode six, titled Confession and Repentance. Although we have all heard confession and repentance, most likely in the same sentence, almost as a single expression, I want to talk about its meaning and its practice. Now, before I begin, there are two confessions in the Bible, one being the confession of faith and the other being the confession of sin. It is the confession of sin that I'll be talking about today. Sin is defined in the original translations of the Bible means to miss the mark. The mark, in this case, is the standard of perfection established by God and evidenced by Jesus. Viewed in that light, it is clear that we are all sinners. The Apostle Paul says in Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So what specifically is sin? Sin is breaking the revealed law of God. 1 John 3.4 says sin is lawless. Sin is a transgression, an iniquity, an unrighteous act. Sin is a deviation from the will of God. It is a form of evil behavior since it is in opposition to God's decrees and desires. Sin is an open rebellion and disobedience to what God has declared is right. Sin can only be properly understood in relationship to God since God is the Holy One and all sin is unholy. God's standard of moral perfection is what we all are obligated to obey, and when we do not, we have sinned. God has revealed his moral character as the standard of good, and to violate that standard is sinful. Sin must be confessed. 1 John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Confession, then, is first and foremost to God. All sin, ultimately, is against God, and we need to acknowledge to Him that we have sinned and turn 180 degrees away from our sin and seek His grace. If we do so, He has promised to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If the sin offended another person, we need to confess the sin to that person also. I have seen enough people to know that even Christians love gossip and salacious tidbits, but it is not for us to satisfy them in that desire with more details than needed if our confession also needs to be made to them. It is for us to confess our sin to God and to others if such is needed to restore fellowship and then to leave that sin behind and live the rest of our life for Christ. Many get confused over what repentance really is, but let me say what it is not and what it often gets confused with. Repentance is not apologizing, confessing, or being sorry for getting caught. That is worldly sorrow, okay? Worldly sorrow. And that is not the same as godly repentance, which is what Paul wrote about in 2 Corinthians 7.10. For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. Godly sorrow is what leads a person not only confessing their sins, but repenting of their sins. It is not just regretting your sins, feeling bad over them, or feeling guilty about them. Godly sorrow causes a person to turn away 
or change their minds and go the other way. Paul says that a worldly grief or sorrow leads to death because there is no change of mind, no change of heart, or no change of direction, which would be a 180 degree turn going the other way and forsaking sin. So without godly repentance, there is death, eternal death, because there is no conversion of the human heart. Paul wrote in 2 Timothy 2, 24-26, that the Lord's servants must not be quarrelsome, but be kind to everyone, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth, and they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, after being captured by him, to do his will. This plainly says that God is the one who grants or gives a person the inclination to repent. Paul tells everyone to repent, therefore, and turn back, that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus. God wants us to be in continual, intimate relationship with him. Confession and repentance reminds us of the standard of God that is not the standard of man. We have a great gift in the times we fall short of what the Lord expects of us, and it's a blessing that our Lord has provided a way to restore and cleanse us to the place we were before we have sinned. That gift is confession and repentance. May you always feel the presence of the Holy Spirit in what you think and say and in all you do. And may your walk reflect your love for Christ and your desire to apply His Word.